The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel.
trust you and believe. Sometimes it takes a mountain to trust you and Sometimes it takes a mountain. Sometimes it takes a desert. Sometimes it takes COVID-19 to get our attention, to help us revalue, to help us repent. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. Today is an hour of prayer. I'm opening the phone lines, not for discussion. Don't say it, pray it. 877 Call and pray. For what's on your heart? Pray for God's people. Pray for me. Oh, my brother, my sister, pray for the church. Pray for revival. Pray for our president and the Congress. Pray that God will stay his hand with this violent COVID-19. Pray that God will come with healing in the land. America is shut down. People have lost their jobs by the millions. We're in trouble. And it's not going to be quickly over. How do we pay mortgages and rents and car payments and how do we live? We're isolated. We're cut off. Some of you are maybe even considering suicide. Some of your marriages are intensely strained because you have not truly repented and submitted to the Lord Jesus. I don't know what you need to pray about, but I ask, would you call and pray? This is an hour of prayer. Call 877-534-0780. I'm hesitant to do this, but I'm going to read what someone sent me last night in response to the, the hour of judgment has come. This person writes, you are stoking more fear than corona. The stock market's not crashing. The world's not coming to an end. This isn't judgment day. The sky is not falling. This is just another day. This overblown, glorified flu that they used as an excuse to shut down the world for a couple of months will blow over soon, and it will be back to business as usual. Of course, I believe the Bible and see we are in the last days, but we're, we may have another million or, or, or three. Let's get back to faith and trust in God, not fear of the sky falling. This is such a typical response of the lukewarm church today. Breaks my heart. I pray I am stoking a great deal more fear than you have of coronavirus because the virus of sin is much more destructive and much more permanent. It is vicious. Sin is a virus. It is a disease of the man's heart and mind and soul. Jesus died to heal us, to set us free, to forgive us, to restore us, to break the chains. 
been praying for this person. He says he believes in the Bible and believes we're in the last days, but we may have another million, another million years. He doesn't know the prophecy of Scripture. He doesn't understand. Let's get back to faith and trust in God. Yes, something's safe. Let's let's get back to faith. No, let's get back to righteousness. Let's get back to repentance. Let's get back to crying out to the Lord and trusting in him to forgive us for our sins and to restore us in righteousness to his heart. First Peter, I'm going to read a couple of passages while I wait for you to call 877-534-0780. Chapter 4 of 1 Peter, Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourselves also with the same attitude, because he who suffered in his body is done with sin. As a result, he does not live the rest of his earthly life for evil human desires, but rather for the will of God. Verse 7, the end of all things is near. Peter said, the end of all things is near. Was he a fear monger? No, he was speaking reality. Therefore, be clear-minded and self-controlled so that you can pray. I'm asking you to call and pray today. Do you have a heart to pray? Love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each one should use whatever gifts he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, he should do it as one speaking the very words of God. You know what the Lord has had me doing this morning? calling businessmen not Christian asking them how are you how are you surviving this do you need food do you need masks I'm here for you how can I help you and the response has been incredible pastor thank you you didn't need to call me no one else has called me thank you And I've blessed them in the name of Jesus. Who have you called? Have you called your pastor? Have you called others who need to be encouraged? I'm very grateful to those wonderful brothers and sisters who who call me, who text me, who say, can we get together to pray? Yes! Yes! A million times yes! I've spent the morning talking with businessmen and praying, lifting up before God my brothers and my sisters. It's time to pray. I want to read one more passage. Second Peter. Second Peter, the second chapter. First of all, you must understand that in the last days scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. And by the way, many of them will call themselves Christians. They will say, where is this coming, he promised? Ever since our fathers died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. Oh, and we have another million years, maybe. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens existed and the earth was formed out of water and by water. By these waters also the world of that time was deluged and destroyed. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises. As some understand slowness, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. 
But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire. And the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with this promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth and the home of righteousness. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation, just as our brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom that God gave him. He writes the same thing in all of his letters, speaking of them on these matters. His letter contains some things that are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people distort as they do other scriptures to their own destruction. He's specifically speaking about those who teach that you can be saved in the midst of your sin, that you can enter heaven with your sin, that you can be in Jesus today and still be in your sin. Read the sixth chapter of the book of Romans. Paul will lay it out for you. Therefore, dear friends, since you already know this, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the air of lawless men and fall from your secure position, but grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to him be glory both now and forever. My brother, my sister, do I want to create fear? Yes, fear of God, for that is the beginning of wisdom. Until you are shaken by the power of the Holy Spirit, until the fear of what is coming upon the earth causes you to repent before holy God and get right with him, my job has not been done. I pray today you will allow the Holy Spirit to come and work mightily in your heart. It is time. The phone number in the studio today is 877-534-0780. It's a day of prayer. I invite you to pray. Will you call right now? Almighty God, I come and lift up before you each person listening to this broadcast right now. I ask that you would remove any hindrance of the devil in their lives, that you would cause great conviction to come upon them. If not conviction of sin because they're walking clean, then conviction of a desperate need for you, Jesus, to come and pick them up and tell them exactly what to do and how to do it. Lord, I pray for my dear brother, who's right now, crying out before your throne, asking for very clear direction in this time of crisis. I ask, Lord, that you would meet him and speak with him right now. And, Lord, there are others in this congregation who are also walking clean before you, with hearts lifted up, asking, how do we deal with the financial crisis we're in? Lord, I did that this morning. I lifted up my hands and my heart before your throne and said, Lord, I don't know how to pay the rent. I don't know how to pay the radio. Lord, I don't know how to pay for the bills. But Lord, my eyes are upon you and I trust you. I will receive from your hand only what thou will give me. Lord, move in the heart of every person to cry out before you and to surrender and submit in every respect to your will for their life. And then, Lord, I pray for the lukewarm, for the hard-hearted, for the sinners who listen to this broadcast, perhaps even as just entertainment. 
I ask, Holy Spirit, you would go forth and you would take them in your hands with kindness and gentleness and mercy and you would bring great conviction upon their heart. Lord, please, don't leave us as we are, but bring a great revival of holiness among us. Hover over this city of Washington, D.C., Jesus. Move with mighty power among us. Lord, don't don't let us be far from you. For if we are far from you, we will be consumed and destroyed. Lord, I can't be casual. As men and women are dying and hospitals are filled, yes, they've overblown this crisis because they wanted to prick the bubble of debt for America and bring about a great crisis and usher in the new world, the world of Antichrist. Lord, I don't know exactly what's happening, but I know your Holy Spirit is warning me to be ready and to be strong and to proclaim the gospel. Lord, I proclaim it today, the everlasting gospel that says the hour of God's judgment has come. Lord, come quickly. Hear the cry of my heart. Hear the cry of our heart. Thank you, Jesus. I pray in your holy name. Amen. This is an hour of prayer. You're welcome to call right now. Brother Drew is ready to answer your phone, and he'll put you through directly so that you can pray on air. If you're not comfortable praying on air, but you need prayer today, would you call him and say, Brother, I don't I don't want to go on the air. I just want you to give my name to Pastor Ray so that he'll pray for me. And if there's a specific issue, I will be happy to pray for that issue. So right now you can call 877-534-0780. Or to give Brother Drew at Weva your name and what you would like me to pray for. Or you can call and be anonymous and just state the issue. Today is a day of prayer. Almighty God, I lift up this congregation. Each one listening now to this broadcast. Lord, some are walking clean before you, and I just ask, O oh God, by your Spirit, Jesus, would you come and encourage them? Would you supply the needs of their heart? Would you supply what they are lacking? Would you give them great boldness? For you said in Isaiah, you will either stand by faith or you will not stand at all. Almighty God, Give your people courage and strength to stand in the midst of this horrific financial collapse. Lord, would you come now and minister to our hearts? Would you breathe upon us the presence and the power of your Holy Spirit? Almighty One of Israel, we are in such trouble in America. Lord, as I talked with one businessman, I said, how are you surviving? He said, I am bleeding. I am losing everything. And I don't know what to do. I said, brother, let's cry out to Jesus. Almighty God, Come with power now. I pray in your holy name. Amen. We have a caller. Please pray. Yes, are you there? Yes, sir. Good. I'd like you to pray for me, please, that God would bless me with a job today. 
I had a call last night that um, two people needed someone to take care of them, and I'm waiting on the answer back for that. Please, please, please. Lord, you hear I this. Have no, I have no money to pay my mortgage this month and has to be paid by the 16th and all my utility bills. I've been out of work for a long period of time. Lord, you hear my sisters cry before your throne. She's out of work. She has no means to pay her bills or her mortgage. Lord, she's in desperate need before you. And I know you are a God who answers our prayer. And I know you have not left your people. So, Lord, I lift this dear sister before you, and I ask that this work that is potential would quickly come to pass, that she could go back to work, that she could take care of her expenses. Lord, she needs you now. And I pray, Lord, that you will cause her in the midst of this storm to lift her hands before your throne and in praise and thanksgiving believe that you will find a way to provide for her. Lord, you are the provider. And we just praise and worship you. Lord, hear her prayer. Incline your ear to her, please, Lord and grant her her request. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. May God bless you, and you keep strength to go on praying for us all out here. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You're welcome, and I will continue to pray this afternoon for you. I'm standing in faith that that job is yours and that you will be there to take care of these patients. God bless you, sister. Thank you for calling. Thank you. You're welcome. Goodbye. Bye-bye. The phone line is open, 877-534-0780. I'm here to pray for you, to pray with you, to ask God to hear your cry. Lord, I know that this precious woman who just called is one of many, many who are in the same situation. They are uncovered. Lord, I pray in your mighty name that you will cover your people with your wings, that you will have mercy today on your people and that you will make a way where there is no way. Almighty God, I know, Lord, there needs to be food in your house. Lord, I've used everything I have to cover the rent for people, to pay for food, and now the shelves are bare and empty. Lord, I don't ask for myself because I know you'll care for me, But I ask, Lord, for those who are in desperate need. Lord, would you care for your people today? And would you move in the hearts of your people who have all that they need and have money in the bank? Lord, would you cause them to open their hearts to give to those who are in desperate need but our fellow Christians who are believers. And even, Lord, for the pagans, as they have need. O Lord, this is a time of intense testing of our hearts to see whether we will be encouragers, whether we will praise your name and worship you, whether we will open our hearts to the believer who is like a stranger to us, but in desperate need. Lord, would you would you come with mighty power? Thank you, Lord. Lord, I praise you. All morning I've been shouting your praise and worshiping you and praying, Lord God, 
Thank you for your kindness and your mercy. Thank you for your grace that you don't let us die in famine. Thank you that you provide for your people. Lord, I pray now you'll provide for those who call themselves by your name, but who walk in wickedness and unbelief before you. I'm asking, Lord, that you would break out in a mighty revival in this city today, right now. Would you come, Jesus? Would you come and meet the cry of our hearts? Oh, Lord, come and meet the cry of your people. Lord, some are sick, and they need your healing. Some are dying and need you to either raise them up or bring them great comfort of heart to know that you are there for them and that you're calling them home. Lord, I pray for the wonderful pouring out of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. This is an hour of prayer. Would you call now? And would you share your prayer with others? And would you pray for others? Would you pray for our president? Would you pray for our leaders? Will you pray for this nation? Is God moving your heart with compassion today? If so, please call 877-534-0780. Lord, today is the day. Today is the day when we request of you salvation of the lost, of the lost sinner. Lord, I have precious people that I minister to who are just utterly lost and who reject you. And as I talk with them about you, they they say, oh, I have a special arrangement with God. He knows that I believe in him. Or the dear Jewish, Jewish woman who says, you know, I don't believe any of that stuff. I'm an agnostic. There may be somebody, but I've never seen him. Lord, we need you to come. And in the midst of this wicked virus, in the midst of this great debt bubble that is bursting over our heads, Lord, we need you to come and provide hope and joy and faith and confidence as we repent before you and turn from anything of darkness in our hearts. Lord, cause your people to turn off the world, the flesh, and the devil, to turn away from their entertainment and their movies, to turn away from everything of wickedness and search after you. And Lord, I know this crisis is only a way you have chosen to uncover the truth of our hearts. Whether we are lukewarm or cold, or whether we're on fire and passionate for others in this time of crisis, whether we're willing to pour out our lives for others, or whether we selfishly say, I have enough for me and mine, I'm happy, everything's fine, I'll weather this. Lord, I forbid it in your name that any Christian would take that position. Lord, Lord, awaken your people in the city. We've been in so many places accustomed to hearing the jokes, accustomed. Lord, a man sent to me yesterday along with a whole list of other people. He said, we need some humor. And so he sent a whole page of dirty jokes. Lord, my heart was so grieved. Lord, I know that every person going through this time 
is having their hearts revealed. Either they walk in righteousness, or they're hypocrites and have called themselves Christians, but in in their heart they've never been born from above. They're still wicked, still filled with lust and evil and darkness and anger and malice, envy, jealousy, ambition, the love of money, the love of comfort and ease. Lord, I plead today for your people as we're being uncovered and the true nature of our heart is being exposed. Lord, would you come with mighty power, with forgiveness, with mercy? Would you break the bondage of your people to the devil? the bondage to the world, the bondage to wickedness. Lord, would you bring to us the gift of conviction of sin? Oh, Lord, we have sinned so against you in America. You were very, very clear that shed blood of innocent children would bring about desperate judgment upon any land that did not care for fatherless children. And Lord, the majority of babies who have their lives shed, their blood shed, are fatherless children. And America has sinned so grossly against you. I pray that the shedding of innocent blood will stop now. That you will turn the heart of every Christian in this land for the relief of your innocent babies. O oh Lord, judgment is upon this land. Judgment of the virus, but even worse, the judgment of bankruptcy. O oh Lord, come. I plead your mercy, Lord. Mighty God of heaven, how are we going to stand? How can we stand, Lord? Almighty God, Mighty God, I know, I know, Lord, I know the cry of your heart is for your people. And I pray, Lord, that you will today begin to raise up mighty men and women of God who will testify in righteousness. Lord, who will go as missionaries, who will serve you again in righteousness. Lord, please, have mercy upon America. Almighty God. I'm going to play again. I'm going to play again that beautiful song that I started with, if I can find it. not letting me. Well, you know what? I'm going to try to do it anyway. Huh. No, it's not letting me. 
Oh, the joy of computers. That's all right. We have just a few more minutes today in the broadcast. You can call and pray with me, 877-534-0780. Would you call right now? Lord, I stand by faith that you will move in great power. that you will deliver your people. That, Lord, you will deliver your people from sin, from casualness, from lukewarmness. That you will cause your people to repent and to repent of their pride and their self-sufficiency. Lord, I repent of my pride and my self-sufficiency. Lord, I have no ability to stand before you except by the grace of Jesus Christ and except by the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Lord, I plead. I plead your blood over Washington, D.C. I plead your blood over America. Lord, I pray for China. I pray for the nations of the world. I pray that the gospel message will finally make an impact and break through the wickedness of our day. Lord, will you send forth your Holy Spirit in this last hour? Lord, you told one of the prophets of another age, that at the last time there would be a great revival of holiness. There would be a great outcry for men and women to repent. Lord, I thank you. I ask, Lord, that that would be the case today. Lord, we must have a new move of God. And I come today pleading and worshiping and praising your name. Lord, I'm not discouraged. My heart's not down. I have total confidence in your mercy and your grace. I have total confidence in your word that that great day of revival would come upon us as a sovereign act of your hovering over this nation and over the world for a final call before the end of all things. Lord, I pray now for that. I plead your mercy, Lord. I plead your mercy. How are we going to stand in that day? How can any of us stand in that great day? I know, Lord, we can only stand by your grace and by your mercy and by the power of your Holy Spirit. And I know there's a great work to be done in your church today. Lord, there's a church building on almost every corner. But most of the people who are in those buildings are just lukewarm. They're not on fire, Lord. They have to be ignited by your Holy Spirit. I know that most of them are not even born from above, still walking in the wickedness of this world. Oh, some self-improvement, some changes, but not fully given to you, Jesus. Lord, I have to end this time of prayer today praying for your church. 
I know the church is the very apple of your eye. I know the church is your body. But you threatened to remove the candlestick. And many churches have had the candlestick removed. And your presence is no longer there. And so it's all whipped up with emotion and songs and what they call praise and worship. But your Holy Spirit's not there. It's just emotion and show and entertainment. The same as they would get at the Kennedy Center. At the Opera House. Lord, I'm pleading. I'm pleading for your church today. Lord, you said in the parable of the five wise and the five foolish that half of the church would not enter into the kingdom, but would be shut out with tears and gnashing of teeth. Lord, I'm praying your mercy today for your church. Lord, would you move to redeem your church in America? We used to be alive, but today we're dead. Would you open the doors of opportunity for men and women to hear the eternal gospel as proclaimed by the first angel in the 14th chapter of Revelation? Would you cause churches and pastors to hunger after the final words that you would speak to us and the final moves of your Holy Spirit in preparing your people? Lord, come and break the casualness, the hardness of heart, the discouragement, the unbelief, the despair. Oh God, lift up a people that's victorious, filled with joy and shouting the victory over the powers of darkness. Lord, thank you. Lord, I just shout your praises today. I honor your mighty name. Come, Lord, with awesome power and hear the cry of your people. You've stopped us in the midst of our, of our jobs. You've stopped us in the midst of fellowship. You've stopped us in the midst of America. The whole world is shut down. Now, Lord, would you come and speak to us? Would you come and meet us? Would you hear the cry of our hearts? I pray in your holy name. Amen. We're almost out of time today. If you've not prayed on the radio with me, would you please pray in your prayer closet? Would you not eat anything for your physical body until you've eaten the Word of God? Take as much time reading the Scriptures as you do preparing and eating for your physical body. This is an opportunity for you to devour the scriptures, to sit for hours and just feast on the things of God. This is a desperate hour. We need the Lord to come in the midst of this and speak words of, of change, words of rebuke, Words of correction. Words of direction. Words of encouragement. Words of love. Our God is a God of love, but it's not cheap grace. I spoke with a man yesterday. He said, you're a Christian. I said, yes. And as we began to talk, it was very clear. He said, We must, as a church, leave our sin. It's time the church got right with God. 
and left off all of its entertainment. I can tell you now many churches are going to be foreclosed on because they've borrowed huge sums of money from Pharaoh. And if God doesn't have mercy on them and if they don't call for prayer and repentance, they will lose their buildings. One church, they're more than $2 million in debt. How are they going to pay that when no one's sitting in their pews and filling their offering plates? Oh, yes, a few will mail in. Oh, we're in trouble, church. We're in such desperate trouble. You may think all of this will pass and we'll go back to normal. No, there will not be another normal. Yes, I believe that in the next four years, the Lord will bring prosperity to parts of America. I believe God is giving us four more years of plenty. At least three more. I may be wrong. I don't think the sky is falling in. But I know the hour of his judgment has come. And I know it's time to repent. I pray you'll take this very seriously. Now I'd like to hear from you. This is a faith ministry. I will speak the word of God as he gives it to me and I trust you to to give of your resources to keep this broadcast on the air. Many of you who made pledges have not yet sent them for the month of March. I pray you will do that as quickly as you can and thank you for your sacrifice for the kingdom of God. You can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, Two two one nine five. That's the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box twenty three forty six, Woodbridge, Virginia, two two one nine five. You're also welcome to go online. It would be of a great encouragement to hear from you. Go to nationalprayerchapel.com. Nationalprayerchapel.com. You can give online. Or you can also text me at 703-489-1785. 703-489-1785. I'll be happy to take your text. Well, we're out of time for today's broadcast. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray Greenley, the National Prayer Chapel. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I'm praying for you. And the dear sister who called today, I believe the job is yours. God bless you all. I'll talk to you soon. Great joy with great joy Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to Present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, with great joy to the only God our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord to the